0: Hello, my friends. So, this is going to be another one of those raw and unedited episodes. I'm recording it in real time. I'm in the middle of a launch, and things are not going as planned—not even close. And I'm—I'm I'm going to start by explaining um, really everything that has gone wrong with this launch that I've been doing for um, about a week now. It's a ten-day launch. It's a five-day challenge over nine days this time and um i'm just going to start out by telling you how things have just gotten off the rails and i don't really like doing this because it feels kind of whiny and complaining but it's important to me that um, i as i show you that even the best planned launches they can crash and burn but more importantly I want to share with you how I'm handling this in the moment so that you can learn from my experience and see how as a coach, I am dealing with all of the emotions that come with watching something you've worked really hard to create um, just sort of fall to pieces before your eyes. So let me just say that um, it's been a tough couple of weeks. Before the challenge, we had a family vacation, um, and it sort of perpetuated a theme that we've had this month. It is March twenty twenty one as this, of this recording, and the theme is basically, "Well, that didn't go as planned." And I can say it happened for the vacation, and now it's happening in my quarterly challenge that I run every quarter um, to help people plan out their business goals for the next quarter. So I can say honestly that before the challenge began, there were signs that things were going wrong. Um, And it it started to become pretty, pretty obvious as the challenge started. And it became very obvious by the halfway point that this launch was not going to be a success. I apologize for that. I did not turn off the buzzer on my phone. All right, so let's talk about the first signs when I really was still feeling optimistic and hopeful, but you know, like, okay, just this didn't go as planned. It was the very first thing was, I did something different this challenge. I um, decided to bring in some guest experts to offer value and provide additional content and trainings to really give the challenge experience just take it to the next level so it wasn't just a five-day challenge it really had lots of value that you could optionally consume if you wanted to and so one of the guest experts I had that I was really excited about she's brilliant she's smart she's talented and completely completely we share the same ideal client avatar the same ICA and so I thought this was this is going to be amazing um we had picked a date I let her have first pick of the date on the calendar that she wanted to present and I like I said I was really excited about it and I couldn't wait to debut her to the challenge participants um but about I don't even know how far out at this point I'm pretty tired she she called me to tell me she couldn't do it. She couldn't participate. She had to cancel. Um and she was not available for any of the other dates inside of the challenge. And I was I was, you know, not judging her for that. I mean, life happens. I'm human, they're human. I get it. But I I would be lying if I didn't say that I was disappointed because I was really excited about having her in. I hadn't advertised her yet, so there was no loss there but I felt pretty disappoint- disappointed and it created a hole in the calendar. And so I went to a lot of my other expert friends and this was pretty close to the launch. And I just said, Hey, can you fill in? I've got this spot. I'd love for people to hear about you. I think you would, they would get a lot of your presentation. It would be a great way for you to grow your audience and be exposed to new people. But unfortunately I was not able to fill that spot and I mean, this is really not a big deal because I can fill the spot myself, but my expectation, my desire, and my dream to make this launch just a little bit better, a little more exciting, and a little more more enjoyable for the participants, um, that wasn't going to happen because it was just me again. And it was my own expectations, but again, I was just, I was kind of feeling a little bummed about the whole thing. The challenge starts, moving on, the challenge starts and I figure out a new topic for the whole in the calendar. And I'm moving along, I'm giving it my all, I'm planning things, I've got all the systems and processes in place. And then on day 2, probably that night, or maybe it was it was in between day 2 and day 3 because there was a day in between. I discovered in fact this is exactly when it was. I discovered that the Challenge emails—the ones that I sent out every day to say, "Please come check out the videos, come check out the trainings, come listen." Those emails that are important to keep people interested in the challenge—they weren't being delivered by my email service provider, um, and that is a really big problem because that's how I directly communicate with everyone who signed up for the challenge, and so I realized that less than 20% of the people who had signed up for the challenge were actually even getting the emails, which meant there were 80% of the people who signed up for a challenge and didn't know it was happening because they weren't getting the notifications. And so when I look back at that, I realized, you know, I switched platforms to handle this in January. Um, this is my foundation year. I'm rebuilding using better service providers, trying to make my systems and processes really in place so that I can scale and not um, be always in catch-up mode. Of course, here I am in catch-up mode in the middle of my challenge, which is the irony doesn't escape me. But I had worked on getting everything set up and the registration process worked beautifully, but the email campaigns did not. And so, of course, you know, we're scrappy entrepreneurs and I quickly worked to find a workaround to how I could communicate with the participants. And I'll be honest that that worked. I found one. It wasn't ideal, but I got it done. And then another thing came up and that was that although the emails were now working, 100% of them were going into junk mail folders, which meant that, once again, the challenge participants were not getting the emails delivered to them, and they weren't aware that the challenge was happening. If they were on social media, they may have seen it, but it wasn't a guarantee. And that seemed pretty awful, and when I was Discussing this and telling my mastermind about my struggle, I was reminded by one of my mastermind peers, thinking to myself that that's okay, they're seeing the videos in the group, they're following my page, they're getting noticed, they're paying attention. She, with the best of intentions, reminded me that the organic reach on Facebook is pretty much non-existent these days. And that... I can't rely that anybody who signed up and chose to be in my group or followed my page would actually be notified that there was a challenge running, the challenge they signed up for. And so it meant that all of these people who wanted what I had to offer was not, they weren't getting it. They weren't getting it by email and they weren't getting it by, by with Facebook or Instagram. And so by day four of my challenge, which is one of my launches, this is where I promote myself, I grow my audience, I find new clients, I bring everybody one step closer to me. By day four, it was pretty obvious that this launch was not going to be a success. Um, I think many people would use the term failure. um, And I can definitely say that right now that is the label that my emotional brain wants to pin on this challenge because it's not feeling all that great at the moment. I don't like the term failure. When I say that, I don't think there's a failed launch. I would just say there's a learner's launch. And my logical brain is like, yes, that's correct, Danielle. There's lessons here. You can learn them. You didn't fail. Your success just looked differently than you expected. I've got all those pep talks in my head, but. that's not what I feel like right now. Right now, it feels like a big fat failure and that my hard work and efforts have been wasted. And, um, and it's just really hard. And so at that point, day four, here I am. And I'm, I, I have to realize that this launch, one of the launches I depend on for my business, it was not going to be a sales launch it was going to be one of those annoying learner launches. And for those who don't know, a learning launch is the one where we are handed unexpected problems and we learn tough lessons on how to overcome them. And we're given situations and scenarios that test our resolve and provide an opportunity for personal growth. Now that's the nice pep talk version And when you're in it, I'm going to tell you that it feels like ass, pretty much. It just pretty much feels like failure. Um, And no matter how much of a pep talk you give me about it being a learning and growth opportunity, at this moment, it just sucks. And so I would be completely lying if I said that I am open to learning whatever lessons I clearly needed to learn. Um, In this moment, a learning launch does not feel positive and productive. Quite frankly, it sucks. And so in addition to the external chaos that I'm currently experiencing with my launch, the cherry on top of my tastic Sunday is that I caught a cold. And so as most of you know, you've if you ever run a launch, you know that it takes a lot of time, attention, and energy. And so in addition to these problems with emails and reach and challenges, I've been hobbling along trying to give everything I have, but it is only a fraction of what I can normally accomplish because I'm exhausted. I am worn out. I use most of my energy to literally put on lashes, flat on my iron, my hair and show up on camera for 15 to 20 minutes. And then when I have honored those commitments, I, um, those commitments, not just the challenge commitments, but also my coaching call commitments and any other PR commitments that I've made when I'm done with them, I lay down and I take a nap because I am so very tired. And so this is all that's happening right now, and I'm in the middle of it, and I decided to push off my scheduled podcast to give you this version, the one where I am just talking about where I am, how I'm feeling, and how I'm getting through. And so I'd like to go ahead and open the doors to give you a peek inside of my mind. And here's what it looks like in there right now i am trapped in misery my brain is being just overtaken by lots of dramatic doomsday stories of what this failed launch will mean for my business my emotions are all over the place i am angry i am sad i am heartbroken more than anything. I am disappointed and so, so discouraged. I'm disappointed that my hard work and my excitement about the type of experience that I wanted to create for my audience that is being completely blocked by circumstances beyond my control. I'm feeling completely worn out and exhausted, Launches just take so much mental and emotional energy, and I do not have anything extra to give to overcome any of the problems that popped up during this challenge. And in my down and out state that I'm feeling now, that is feelings of discouragement. They just pile on all of these thoughts that make me feel even worse, and I have the thoughts about. Why am I doing this? Why am I trying to build a business at all? Should I even be doing this? Why am I here? Why do I sign up for heartache and disappointment? And why is it even worth all of my effort? And I'm feeling all of these emotions all of the time. I'm feeling all of them. So here is how I'm handling this right now in this moment. If I can find one thing to be grateful for, I'm grateful that I can document my experience in the hopes that maybe the challenge didn't help anyone, but maybe, maybe this podcast and hearing the real, raw, unedited, disappointed, sad version of what I'm going through will help someone else. That's kind of what I've got to cling to at this moment, and I'm sharing all of this because I want whoever this is resonating with right now, I want you to see that these things are totally normal and that if you have felt this way or perhaps you're feeling this way right now or maybe in the future, if you find yourself feeling this way, I want you to really understand that you are not alone in any of it. I talk a lot normally about mindset and perspective, um, and how to shift your those things to help you become the next best version of yourself. I mean, that's what this podcast is about, right? Achieving success by stepping into the next version of yourself. And so I'm going to go ahead and explain what I'm doing right now to help me do that, to help me get past this so I can get back on track to being the next best version of me. So here's what I did. The very first first thing I do in these situations and that I did this time, when everything feels like it's going wrong and I am helpless to stop it, the first thing is I do is I let myself feel the emotions. I feel right now, I feel frustrated. Feel angry, I feel sad, and I am heartbroken, and I'm disappointed. And with all these emotions come a lot of stories about what went wrong, how I failed my audience, and how if I were better, the technology failures would have been avoided, and they wouldn't have even mattered Because my audience would be clinging to my every word and action and things that I'm doing, and they would show up anyway. If I were just good enough, they would be coming after me, not the other way around. So, when my brain runs these stories and all of the motions come with those stories, the very first thing I do. Is I allow them to come. I let myself feel them, all of the stories, as if they were absolutely true. And I do that because accepting these stories and accepting that they might be true, that maybe I am feeling people, and maybe if I was better, things would be different. It allows me to experience the emotions at their deepest, darkest level. And that is so hard to feel. And there's one thing I do in that moment, when I'm feeling these things at the deepest, darkest level and saying, yeah, this could really be true. And it is this. I do not take any action on those emotions. I don't try to do anything about it. and. I mention this because I want you to be aware if this is something you do because it can be the difference between healing and acceptance and continuing in these painful emotions. So for example, I'll give you a real example that I am having today. I am really angry and frustrated at my email service provider. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know why my campaigns aren't working. I don't know why my emails are going into the junk mail folder. I don't know. I paid somebody to set it up properly and I paid for the service. So I I don't know why it's happening and I'm frustrated and I want to blame both of them for my failed launch. I also know that I can't solve this problem on my own without a lot of investment in time and energy. And I don't have that right now. It's really tempting for me to fire off an email to both of those parties, the ESP and the person who set it up to express my anger and frustration And I know that it would not be the type of email that represents who I am, the best part of me. It would be a reactive email, one written in anger. And I'm very likely to show up and say things that I will regret and that will make me feel ashamed in the future. So I'm frustrated that I can't do that, that I won't do that. But the truth is I also know that Were I to send that email right now, what I would be trying to do is escape my emotions of anger and frustration and push them off onto those two parties. And sending off unkind emails, it would give me a relief from what I'm experiencing. And so when I take, if I'm taking action so that I can put those emotions on someone else, in the moment, it might seem that it could help solve my problem, and it, it might, although we're so far in that it will not make much of a difference for this launch. But, and it seems like a good idea. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I also know that I will be emotionally bypassing the experience that I'm meant to have and allowing these emotions. So, I just need to be angry and I need to be mad. And I don't need to send those emails because I'll have to live with the shame and regret of how I handled myself in those emails for much longer than I will have to deal with the benefits of sending a direct to the point email that is well thought out and gets to the same point without being rude or unnecessarily aggressive. So can I get the same results solving solving the deliverability problems in a different way and in a way that doesn't cause regret? The answer is yes, but I am not in the emotional state to do that right now. So I have to wait. The other thing is that in my sadness, I typically try to distract myself from my hard emotions. And I do that with usually food or television. And again, this is just another form of emotional bypassing. And so, neither of those choices, food or television, no matter how good they would feel right now in this moment, I know that neither one is going to change what is happening with this launch that I'm in the middle of. Not only is it not going to change my circumstance, but it's also hurting me because it's not allowing me to accept the emotions that I am dealing with. Today, I just need to accept the emotions because logically, This is where my prefrontal cortex reminds me that I know the more I push off my emotions, the longer they are going to hang around. And if I would just let myself sit and have the stories and feel the emotions, that the anger, the sadness, the frustration and the disappointment and the fear that that just ties them all together And the thoughts about what they this this failed launch means for me and for my business, for my audience and for my clients. If I push those off, then I'm not doing what's in my best interest in the long term. Because emotions don't just go away. They come back to be experienced. And so I have to do the thing I don't want to do. I have to accept my emotions. And I don't do that because I'm brave or because I'm courageous or because I'm wise or experienced. I do that because I don't want to feel them anymore. This is the only way that I've ever discovered that allows me to move past them without being haunted by them. And so I have to accept that I'm angry and I have to accept that I'm hugely disappointed and that there are some people out there, some potential clients who are going to believe that I'm ghosting them and that they're, that I'm incompetent and that I have to accept that their first opinion of me, their first impression of who I am is going to be everything that I'm not. And I have to feel all the emotions that come with that. So what does this actually look like for me? How does it look like acceptance? Um, So the very first thing it means is that I let my brain run its stories of doom and sorrow. Um, Pity parties are my specialty. I throw great ones. Too bad you're not invited because they're always a solo event but I'm really good at running them. And I let my brain do it. And then then I watch for the stories that keep repeating themselves. And they're just the sentences that show up and I keep rewriting different versions of the same story coming back over and over again. And then I, those those ones that are playing again and again in my mind, they're just these emotional loops and they're repeating themselves and keeping me in an emotional spiral that perpetuates those emotions. And so it might feel like that's the allowing part, but it's actually not. The, the looping of the thoughts is a distraction from feeling it because we get so hung up on what we're thinking that we're actually resisting the allowing part. And it's sort of tricky because our brain feels productive in that moment, but it's really not being productive at all. So here's what I have to do in order to really step into the emotions. is I write those stories that keep repeating, I write them down on a piece of paper. And I do that on purpose because my brain will keep telling itself the same story Over and over again to distract me. But when I write it on paper and I have to spell out the words as I write them and slow my brain down enough to write them out word for word, that is when the emotions show up. That's when they're in full force. And they show up in that moment to be felt. And they pour out of me, all of them. The anger, the sadness, the disappointment, all of the emotions, they literally and figuratively pour out of me and I have to feel every single one of them to the depths and to the extreme. And it's so very hard, but I do it and I do it on purpose because there's always, always something amazing that happens when I do this process. I reach a point where I can feel the internal acceptance of what is. And it feels like, well, it doesn't feel like peace. It feels like, like I'm ready. And I'm only ready to step away from the emotions and to release the stories that created them. And it, It feels like I'm ready to just sit there, just be there, and to rest. I would describe it as a neutral feeling. It doesn't feel good, but it doesn't feel bad. It just feels like it is. And it's an interesting feeling, and for you, if you do this process, you'll know when you hit it, because the stories will quiet down, and the worst of the emotions, the intensity of them... It will go away. And there are still some emotions lingering, but but some of them just go away. So I stay in this state of acceptance for as long as it needs to be there. Sometimes the emotions come back and I have to feel them again. The stories kick back up and I write them and I feel them. And I just watch where the story loops. And I write those story loops and then the emotions once again go away. And when I, the emotions that I'm experiencing, whatever they are in that moment, when I think of them as things that are a part of me, not anything other than up inside of me, something that wants to come out, it makes it easier for me to understand that all those emotions want is to be acknowledged and experienced. They just want to be felt. It's like my inner soul is saying, hey, acknowledge the hard, stop resisting it, just let it be here. And when I do that, when I acknowledge them and allow them and stop resisting this process, that's when acceptance comes. It's right there on the heels of the allowing. And the good news is, is that when I feel acceptance, then I know that I've turned a corner because I can live in the place of acceptance until the time is right for me to come out of it. And that time when I can start seeing things with the new perspective, with being open to the lessons that I had to learn, um, it always comes quicker than I think it will. I always believe when acceptance arrives that I'm going to feel this numb, blase emotion for a while, but it doesn't stay as long as I think. But even while I'm in that neutral, blase, pure surrender state, the truth is I show up as an entrepreneur, as a human, differently than I did when I was still trying to resist the emotions by distracting myself with the story loops, with the food, with the emails, and with the television. The way I show up in that state is so very different than when I'm in acceptance. And so if nothing else, being willing to get to acceptance, so that I can show up in a place that's different, even if it's not my best self, even if it's not the next best version of myself. At least I can aim for that and have peace that I'm showing up in that energy. So here I am now in the middle of this challenge and I had some really hard days and they were really, really hard days because I was letting the stories play. Now I was battling my own exhaustion from being sick. And then just late in one of the evenings, I felt the neutral blah of acceptance. It came and I was like, okay, this situation, it is what it is. I'm just going to hang out here in a bit. And what's interesting is that today, as I record it, I actually feel a little bit better. I don't feel as bad as I did yesterday when I was letting the stories play and I feel even a little better than when I hit the acceptance late in the evening. Um, It's just, I'm just accepting. And when I'm accepting, I show up differently and I show up and I feel like, okay, I can get through this. In fact, you might even notice that on this podcast, I am showing up differently than my normal self, but I really did want to record this podcast for you. Because I know that there's, there's some of you who are going to be, are in right now or have been in these moments when it's hard and in the moments when the things don't go as planned, when people back out or don't show up or fail or everything goes wrong and when it's just not easy to be here and to try to inspire and lead people. So when you find yourself in these moments, I wanted to record this so you can have something to turn to. First of all, I wanted something to remind you that you are not alone in these experiences. And second of all, I just wanted you to know that if you're trying to resist Avoid and fight against the emotions of heartache and disappointment and anger and frustration. That if you are taking actions as a way to get relief from those emotions, I wanted to invite you to slow down, take a pause, and let those emotions be felt. Let the acceptance show up for you in the way that it always does when you allow emotions to be experienced. And when it does, when acceptance comes, that's when I invite you to think about what you can do next and ask if you are ready to move forward. You can ask yourself, do I need to hang out in this space of acceptance a little bit longer? Maybe I'm ready to move on. And I can promise that when acceptance comes, it won't stay forever, but you absolutely can stay in the resistance phase but the stories and the grief and the sadness for a really long time if you try to stop, resist, or avoid those emotions. And if you try to delegate those emotions somehow to someone else or something else, that it will stay so much longer. So I invite you to just feel all of them and know that they are normal it's totally normal to feel disappointed when the technology around your launch doesn't happen. When you have dreams and goals and visions and they're not being hit, it is completely normal to be disappointed, to be devastated and to be upset. And just know that acceptance is the way through that and you get to acceptance through allowing. And I also want you to know that I Completely understand what you're going through because I'm in it right now. And so as you listen to this podcast, if you're feeling that, if you're in the middle of it and you need a place to vent, to express your stories that are in your mind and just get it out and you want someone who will just listen and hold the space of love and compassion for you. I would, I would love for you to send that to me in a DM. Tell me what are your stories? What are the feelings? Get it out and write it down and send it to me. I promise I won't tell anyone. We don't even ever have to talk about it if you don't want to. But sometimes just having a sympathetic ear can go a really long way to healing and allowing the emotions. You can find me on all the socials. Um, I'm a good sounding board. But one thing I know, and one thing I promise you, is that you will feel so much better to get it out of you. So that's where I am right now. I've reached my acceptance point. I'm sure at some point I'm going to think, hey, you know, this was good for me. I learned some lessons. If nothing else, I can in this moment say, it gave me an opportunity to just be open and raw with you and to let you know my experience. And maybe it will help one of you listening. And for that, I am grateful. That's it for this week, Um, my friends. I will be back next week. Until then, take care of you. Bye for now.